Oh, all right, we're we're back with episode two of us post pandemic back together. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Annie has um, apparently finally read Harry Potter. I finished entirety. finished like, Harry Potter. Ten years after. <laughs> I read the first one like when it was popular and I thought it, I didn't like the Quidditch and I assumed that was going to be a big part of the series and I quit it, reading. It was, it was 100% not a big part. No, it wasn't at all. Um, often as I feel with most fantasies, I like everything but the battle. Um, mm-hmm. So what I real I really loved the series more and more. I read it with my son and we started probably last year at this time. Um, and then they started getting scarier. So when we finished one, I make him read another chapter book that was not scary in between. So mm-hmm. I guess it took us about a year. Um, yeah. But I liked it more and more. I think the third was my favorite when I started getting into it. And then I think I sort of um, underestimated J.K. Rowling. Um, because she did some really great world building and the ending was really satisfying and she did a bunch of callbacks you know to things that you remembered mm-hmm. earlier in the book that didn't seem like important details so I don't know I haven't read about like how she mapped the series out if she just wrote the first one not knowing what she was doing and flew by the seat of her pants or if she had some elaborate plan but mm-hmm. either way, I think I feel like she did a really excellent, excellent job. I was very pleased. It's mm-hmm. a little dark for seven-year-olds. I didn't know how dark it was going to be when we started. Yeah, I think it's. I think you know, it was written with the uh, thought of the kids aging with the series in mind when it first yes. came out. So it starts yeah. out pretty, you know, seven, eight, you know, and then as it goes on, it gets a little bit more. I wouldn't say advanced, but it's just the themes are a little bit darker. Yeah. And by the time the seventh book came out, they would have been like in high school. It would have been right. fine. But yeah. now that they're all released, you know, binge reading it, it's like, oh, this, this might be a little too much for, yeah. for a first or second grader. Yeah. But then you can't stop them once. I mean, my son, once he was hooked on it, mm-hmm. there was no. I mean, that's how I read them. Stopping I read him. one through six at my old job I used to have just mm-hmm. in between customers just read six books and then uh my wife and I waited in line at Barnes and Noble to get a ticket the, oh, the wow. last book we had to wait in line to get a ticket for the book then we had to go back to Barnes and Noble to get the book oh two separate lines two separate two separate lines and that was and then we read it together we only got one book because I was like I'm not buying a book so we read it together like on the train and all that stuff and she was not happy that she had to wait for you like like, (laughs) we'll read it together because she's like i want to read this all right now yeah and i think we did finish it over the weekend or something but it was much slower than she wanted yeah i my son we finished it on friday night but on thursday night we had like maybe 40 pages left and he Mm -hmm. was like tomorrow's friday it's my field day it'd be a great day to skip school (laughs) and just read Mm -hmm. harry potter and i almost i almost said yes but then i was like no you gotta go to school um so it was really good yeah i really liked it 
was it when so you read it at the same were readers when it came out satisfied with it um i don't remember i don't remember there being too big a backlash when it was done but you know that was before when people you know i guess you could say like twitter and all those things weren't as popular right so there might have been people that were disappointed just kept it to themselves travel yeah um as fast as it does now yeah um i think it's really difficult for anybody to finish something like you're not going to please anybody yeah most likely i mean obviously you know we watched the game of thrones Mm -hmm. uh last season and that was just a mess beautiful yeah um and like a lot of others just tv shows you know movies or whatever they kind of fizzle out towards the end um kind of like the newest star wars movies like they were sort of like okay and then it was like done because they never planned out the whole thing yeah start they're like just make three movies we'll we'll put them together we'll make it work and they they didn't make it work i know you're the biggest star wars fan i know i'm huge star wars (laughs) um my son's really liking the cartoon right now which one clone wars rebels yeah rebels so many of them rebels is good there's a lot of good stuff in Star Wars, and people like care about it. They could do good stuff with it. Yeah. But Disney just sees it as a as an excuse to print money. Like, yeah. Oh, let's just uh, Baby Yoda. Let's just put Baby Yoda and everything. Yeah. Well, they do love the Baby Yoda. Everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. Even people that don't like Star Wars. Yeah. Definitely. Like you? Do you like Do you like the Baby Yoda? Yeah, he's cute. I don't. I just zone out when that. Um, when Star Wars comes into the on the TV or so she's so what basically Annie saying is she hasn't been listening for the past <laughs> five minutes. Um, the minute I hear the word Star Wars is just you go offline it's like yep I'm done yeah so now it's summer and I feel like maybe I'm kind of um, for my son and I's reading I don't know if we should start another series or read something epic. Summer kind of seems like a good time to get invested, but I kind of want to read a one-off. Um, yeah, I don't want one-offs to start. are nice, but there's also like the you know there's the classic you know there's Narnia. He hasn't read that. No, he hasn't. I could do, do that. That and sort of you know touches on like the whole summer reading theme of you know the tales and just sort of like all these big stories that are out there and continually being written yeah i think summer summer is a good time for reading those big epic things because um i feel like i have more time to read like i just read a book i've been reading it all week and that's rare for me to finish a big book in like a week unless it's Mm -hmm. my book club book that i like cram over the weekend but i Mm -hmm. just feel like in the summer there's a little extra time to yeah I feel like, if anything, I feel like it would be the opposite since you're, you know, you have a kid who's in school, like it would seem like easier to do during the school year because he's not around as often or maybe homework. I don't even know. I won't know until later. No, it's um, when they're in school, there's all this stuff that they're also in soccer and they got homework to do and um, you think it's going to be more time, but 
it's really just the time when I'm at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what book was, what book were you talking about? The one that you just finished? Oh, I just read early morning riser by oh, Catherine oh, okay. Heine. Um, and it takes, it's like a small, t- I like little small town day in the life stories, but they're often, if they're not dramatic and they're just sort of, like I said, day in the life, they're often um, take place in the South. And I'm always looking for more Midwestern books. And this takes place in Boyne City. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a sort of, I don't know, a sweet little fanny flag like story, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But well, it's well written. Yeah. But just kind of an easy read. So not like an epic read, though. No. Like a Lord of the Rings undertaking. No, and I. W- no, the Dark and I Tower was, series. Yeah, my husband loves the Dark Tower series. I was just looking on um, our novelist app, and they had like a romantic and dramatic sweeping tales category. So I was like, oh, I could get into this. But they were all World War II based. And I like reading historical novels, but I, I'm, I'm, I need to take a break from World War II era novels. World War One's kind of coming back in fashion in terms for like is it literature and media I yeah. think it's sort of becoming I, more of a thing I don't know maybe because it hasn't been as extensively written about like in terms of like fiction and all yeah. that stuff that At sounds lately uh, I know a lot of movies have been coming out like that 1917 movie came out and that was pretty mm-hmm. popular um so yeah, I think you know war is always an interesting time to put a story to. And I think yeah. World War II is just the one that everybody recognizes. It's easy to throw yourself in there because it's one of those ones that most people know enough about it without doing like all the backstory. And right. Everything. And there's yeah, there's a ton of good books. Um, I just kind of want to take a needed a break from that. I need a break from World War II novels and um, depressed women in their 20s living in New York. <laughs> I think but there's a lot of those coming can, out lately. But somehow they can afford to live in New York. Yes, and be depressed and stay in their apartments all day. Mm-hmm. It's like pseudo friends. Yeah. Oh, speaking of friends, did you watch the re- Friends reunion? I didn't. Well, Friends I was like did. after, I don't know, I guess, like, I'm, a, I'm not that much younger than you, but, like, I feel like I missed, like, the Friends bandwagon. Like, it was on, like, right when I was, like, in middle school and, like, high school. And yeah. just, you know, I watched it, but, like, for me, it just, like, it's there. And, like, I remember some stuff, but for the most part, like, I just don't know. Like, it just seems like one of those shows that just existed in a perfect place of time. That you and, missed like, you? Yeah, like I never watched it live, but I always watched like the reruns, like whatever TBS oh, or yeah. TNT um, and stuff. And I haven't watched it in a minute, and like it's not like something I miss. Yeah, you know, same with Seinfeld too. Like I never really got into Seinfeld because it was on like before I could probably appreciate it. Yeah, um, there was a book I read. Oh, it's called um, 
Top of the Rock. It's called Top of the Rock, Inside the Rise and Fall of Must See TV. And it's about that era, how it was like, I mean, they just kind of couldn't miss with that like yeah, Thursday night lineup. And I was very much up into that. So I was in like late junior high and high school. And then I remember the last episode of Friends aired when I was in college because I um, skipped my evening class to watch it on my little TV mm-hmm. in my apartment bedroom, in the bedroom of my apartment. And I remember I was telling my husband that there's like a, the Ross and Rachel, the two characters that are back and forth together and apart through the whole show. Um, there's like an airport scene where it looks like she's going to move away. And they aired the episode, which is, it's silly to think about now because uh, when everything's streaming, anything can be any length of time. You can watch one episode yeah. that's 26 minutes and then another one that's 32. But uh, on TV like that, like it was then, everything was 22 minutes and they made it like 24 minutes mm-hmm. so that everybody thought, including me, like, oh my God, they're not going to get together. It's almost eight o'clock or nine o'clock oh, or so whatever it was time. Like, so like it was a perfect commercial commercial break that everyone thought was the end. Like, and then they ran right over. Yeah. They- But then I remember all the people, I think TiVo was like new and all the people that had recorded it were like angry because they set Mm -hmm. the recorder for like just that half hour. So it cut off. So they didn't see the end of it. It's actually might be interesting because I know for, you know, maybe it still is, but I remember when people used like to record shows, like it would go like five minutes later. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's because of friends or whatever. Yeah. The first time that, that had happened because every yeah. time my parents would record something it always have like five minutes of the show before the actual Maybe. show started yeah yeah it's it just it's just interesting like a show like that that was like pre-streaming mm-hmm. like that show probably wouldn't have found success on streaming like yeah. they probably would have pulled the plug early um and you know what came after that, like the office came shortly after that. And that was like in the perfect time, like pre-streaming and like streaming finally taking off. Cause I feel like the office is only popular because of Netflix. Like if it never was on yeah. Netflix, it would not have the cultural look that a, it has. A big second wind. Yeah. It was um, on that reunion show. It was, um, it was, they, sort of showed a little bit of them recording in front of a live audience with so few tv shows um mm-hmm. do now well like especially now during the pandemic but um it was wild to see the character that played joey like um th- was supposed to throw himself onto his chair and he dislocated his shoulder so they had to like stop recording and it's all <laughs> in front of an audience i never realized i guess how much of a play it's like except that you stop and start and yeah um, yeah just interesting like that after all these years i guess people wanted that like i just feel like what 17 years after the fact it's like mm-hmm. does anybody really care obviously there's enough people like watched it and like you watched it but like just i don't know it seems like their window was missed just like everyone's just off and i've heard so many things like that the cast just seemed very not interested in being there. 
Um, on the reunion show? On the reunion show. Like, it's like yeah. a lot of like, we're just here because like, we want to just do this and get it over with. So we never get asked again to do it. I do think, I didn't feel like they didn't want to be there, but I do, I do feel like they didn't want to do like a, like, like they, the I do past, feel like, like they didn't want to be asked about it again. And they, yeah. They wanted to hang. They seemed like they really wanted to hang out with each other, but maybe just not in front of a. Or like not to talk yeah. about friend, just be like, "Hey, let's get right. them back together." To just talk about anything. Yes. But yeah. the thing they did for a decade. Right. Like I mean, I get that. Like, like I said, with the podcast, like I don't generally listen to the podcast because I don't like how I sound and everything. <laughs> and I can't imagine how actors feel about like movies and like we record for like an hour. And yeah mostly it's done like they're doing like episodes of tv movies for like months at a time they probably remember everything about the day the seat in the movie the show like mm-hmm. they remember everything about that day it's like i did all that already like I'm not yeah this anymore yeah a couple of them were saying they've never seen the the series the whole way through i imagine mm-hmm. that would be hard to watch yourself but maybe if you're an yeah. actor you don't you get over it maybe yeah, so that took up a big portion of my week actually because we watched mm-hmm. that reunion and then they showed clips. The so hole, you got to go down the rabbit hole. It's like we're watching Friends now. Apparently. Yeah, guess we're watching. But that's Friends. like that's sort of like the interesting thing is like sort of like the whole notion of like what how like the whole idea of like tales have changed. Like has it shifted mm-hmm. for more? I mean, not shifted, but added. Like you know, Friends is like ten years of a story mm-hmm. of whatever. Even though maybe each season doesn't have a lot of plot like just like you just see just general like character growth throughout the whole show yeah and you also remember you also remember your own story kind of when you're watching a show like that that I feel like this way about the Gilmore Girls or um friends to a certain extent I'm sure there's other shows where you wonder wonder years where you kind of remember where you were the first time you watched it or like what kind of stage of life you were in I think so yeah yeah, just it just does. I never really sat down and watched TV, like ever. Like I watched like TV, but it never was like a person that was like, oh, it's eight thirty. Oh, like appointment TV. Oh, I was yeah. that person for sure. Yeah, so I never really got into it. I think I did it once or twice with Twenty Four. That was okay. like the only time I did it because like the concept of that show was just so. I don't even know if it was ahead of its time. Just like, oh, this is, this is cool sort of make me want to watch live and now it's like whatever i don't even have tv like traditional tv yeah yeah um well so are you reading anything are you reading any tales for the um i'm reading on and off like i have um this book ages for hawk oh yeah on my list for quite a while Um, but i've never you know, picked it up until now, and I just got through the first chapter, so I can't really tell you anything about it <laughs> other than what the cover the cover says and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to finish it, and I picked up um, a short story collection from Ken Liu. Like he does a lot of translations, and he has his own series. Um, but apparently, one of the stories in there, the Paper Menagerie, is like one of the best short stories like ever written apparently oh because it won like all the awards for one year like all the sci-fi fantasy awards like 
it oh. won all of them with like swept and it's like the only short story that's ever done it i'm gonna have to look that story up and i also picked it up because um netflix has a show called love death and robots and they adapted one of the short stories from that collection into like oh, an cool. animated short and then you know went, and a bunch of other stuff a lot of that stuff is just animated short stories from like a bunch of authors that have already written stuff and it was pretty cool that's cool i was that's kind of what i've been doing it's mostly tv anime video games same boring stuff that nobody wants to hear about <laughs> i was looking on um like i said i was looking on novelist earlier this morning and they have a section now called for fans of and it has like all the popular tv shows like mm -hmm. for fans of bridgerton or for fans of um oh, succession they have like book recommendations for it mm -hmm. i was looking at those yeah i think that's a good thing for them to have so i don't i always feel like people that read you know they don't need to be told to read like they just read there's always like reluctant readers that yeah are more comfortable watching tv or something but or that they don't or really like they're just overwhelmed with like oh i'm in a library there's thousands of books yeah i don't know where i'm going speaking of which our stacks are open now mm -hmm. um for people to come browse still for 30 minutes with your masks for now um but i think people have enjoyed that a little more freedom especially the kids um mm -hmm to pull some books yeah definitely definitely you can get lost in the stacks and yeah. you know we'll come find you after you the, lost. after 30 minutes after we'll 30 minutes we'll go <laughs> find you and be like oh you're not the hide and seek champion today yes yeah um and we have um here at, i'm at ewald here today the children's library and melissa's put some beautiful tails animal tails up all over the library it's decorated so nicely for summer reading our theme is tails and tails both spellings um mm -hmm. yeah so. so far it seems up seems uh to be up to a good start we've got some good signups people coming in picking up the the goodie bags for the for the youth program yeah it we've sounds got... like the adult program's going pretty well with their yeah with their bingo card yeah, for the adults, we have, um, for kids, they read they read 20 minutes a day um, and earn entries for prizes and get and earn free books. Um, for adults, we have a bingo card set up where it's some reading books, but a lot of it is um, just to connect with other people about reading and your community and also to like discover, I guess, some of the library's um, services that you might not have known about, like our Mango Languages app, you can learn a new language um, mm -hmm. just on your phone or um, call a friend and talk to them about books. There's like some easy wins and some more challenging ones. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's uh, for adults, they kind of like you said, if they're readers, they know what they want to read. And if they're reluctant readers, we have a couple suggestions for them. But we've got um, some new prizes this year for adults for the raffle. We're giving away a, 
a Kindle Paperwhite, uh, membership to the Ford House, and then some gift baskets and gift cards and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yep, it's, I would do it. <laughs> but if you're reading, you just sign up anyway because you're you just get, you might get rewarded for something. You're yeah, reading. yeah. And if um, you're not reading, just maybe this is the incentive, the push you need to to finally jump into it. Yeah, it's like baby steps. Um, to get started mm -hmm. and the librarians always have recommendations i'm in a i am in a real um like with walden i was saying we want to read something else that's kind of epic but for myself i'm in a real easy reads beach read kind of mood lately so um i've got the recommendation come see annie for those recommendations <laughs> yeah the, the laid back like yeah hammock Reading by the window. Yes. Things. Yeah. But she can also tell you about depressing women in the in New York though <laughs> too. So yes. you're looking for some of those books. Depressed the ladies you. on the coast, both non on both coasts. I can tell you all about yeah. that. It does it does seem interesting though that there's not a lot of depressed stories like on the West Coast. Yeah. Versus well, the East sunnier. Coast, like, which it is, because like, you know, when I visited my friend in San Diego a few years back and I was like, this is great. Like, like the weather was perfect. It's like seventy-five degrees with that ocean breeze. It's like yeah. always sunny. It's like, yeah, I guess you could be depressed there, but maybe right. necessarily wouldn't be like very outgoing with it. Like East right. Coast and like New York, it's just like you probably have to be that way just to survive. It's like yeah. oh, <laughs> with fifteen other million, fifteen million other people gonna share yeah. the subway, share the sidewalk. It's, it's cold. Expensive. Yeah. De depression season for sure yeah i don't know how they get any work done on the west coast it's so sunny and nice i can't imagine sitting i mean here it's a nice day and we're like gonna be in the library all day it's terrible i can't imagine if you if all year long you were i'd have to be a park ranger or something if i lived on the west coast yeah i think a lot of like the west coast and like some places like that like their spaces are like built around being outside like yeah you know like a lot of schools like they have like their everything's basically outside except like the classroom so like you just walk and everything's outside and imagine there's like workplaces that are very similar you just, yeah you know, work outside under a canopy or something i hope so it's yeah. like never gonna snow most likely in some of those yeah. places you know it gets 50 degrees they put have to put on like a jacket because mm -hmm. they're whips over there i know but that's fine we're like sunning when it's 50 degrees. Going I'm like, that's perfect. That's like shorts weather. It's like, oh man, I could finally take off my jacket now. It's too yeah. warm. Yeah. But you know, weather like this though, it's like, okay, I wish that I didn't have to live like this right now. <laughs> like soft when it comes to the, when it comes to the sun, it's like, oh, this is hot. It's like, too hot, this is yeah. cold where I'm from. It's like, yeah. oh, where you're from is not compatible for human life, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to be getting like close to 90 today. My son's got a soccer game and I'm glad he's getting it with over with early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess you'll just have to keep us posted if you ever do pick up an epic series for your son I will. And, and yourself. If anybody has any recommendations for like, or not, maybe not even a series, but like a, a one book epic journey or something. I don't know. Around the he's, world in 80 days. Oh, that might yeah, that might be good. He's really into magic. 
I tried the Little House series with him this summer, this winter. Mm-hmm. He was not not, not digging that. No, so we'll have to get yeah. something newer. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll find some. All right. Even librarians need librarians for recommendation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I have to pick the so, librarian's yeah. brain. Good. Melissa, is Melissa there? She to is. Melissa. Yep. She'll find you something. Mm-hmm. So I guess with that, we'll wrap it up. But just, you know, remember, summer reading is ongoing. There's no, you didn't miss the boat. You can sign up the last day and retroactively count everything you have if that's what you want to do. There's no penalties or anything. So just sign up when you can um, online and then, you know, reap the rewards. Yeah. And pop in and see us in our stacks yeah. too. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here Monday through Saturday, nine to six. And actually Sundays, we only have two more Sundays left. So, you know, if you want to see us the last Sunday, we'll be here from one to five on Sunday until the fall. Yep. So, all right. So we'll see everybody. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.